Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of 1 Corinthians. Today is episode 420. Looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 15 through 18. Let's read our passage. For my part, I have used none of these rites, nor have I written these things that they might be applied in my case. For it would be better for me to die than for anyone to deprive me of my boast. For if I preach the gospel, I have no reason to boast, because I'm compelled to preach. And woe to me if I do not preach the gospel. For if I do this willingly, I have a reward. But if unwillingly, I am entrusted with a commission. What then is my reward? To preach the gospel and offer it free of charge, and not make full use of my rights in the gospel. This is Paul's first letter to the Corinthian church that we have, and it is written about five years after the founding of the church in Corinth. He is in Ephesus on his third missionary journey, and he's writing this letter to the church in Corinth because there's a lot of problems there. They've sent him a letter to ask him some questions, actually challenged a lot of his positions in the letter, and he's responding to that. The section he's dealing with has been talking about food sacrificed to idols. And specifically, he's been telling them, do not go to the pagan temples and participate in the feasts that these pagan temples. Yes, the idols are are not real, and in that they're not real deities that they represent. And you are free to eat meat or any food, even if it has been sacrificed to an idol. But You better restrict your own freedom for the sake of others, because what you do affects other people. And it seems that this has been part of their issue with him, is uh, they don't like that. And they're pushing back against his authority to tell them not to do that. And so they're challenging his apostolic authority. And one of the things they seem to be pushing against is the fact that Paul made his own way. He worked with his own hands and worked as a tent maker and didn't accept support from the church in Corinth while he was there. And in their view, that probably puts him as a third-rate apostle kind of person because he should be accepting support from the church if he's really some highfalutin apostle, the apostle Paul. Everybody's heard of that. And if he's so high and mighty, he should be accepting support from the church so the previous section we looked at, Paul argued for his right to be supported by the church and said it is good, right, and proper for churches to support the apostles financially. But then he said it was his own freedom to not take that support. And now he's uh, going on to explain it further. Verse 15, for my part, I have used none of these rights nor have I written these things that they might be applied in my case. So he's argued very strenuously, very hard, that it is his right to be supported by them. Then he says it's his right to not accept that support. So he says, yeah, it's my right to be supported by you, but I haven't accepted that. And I don't want you to get the idea that my argument that you just read, saying that it, it is my right to be supported, I'm not saying you should, or I'm not saying I want it. So I'm not saying that should be applied to me. And he has this comment here for it would be better for me to die than for anyone to deprive me of my boast. Now this is, this is a de- debate going here. Some want to actually divide that into 
kind of an unfinished sentence. It would be better for me to die and then with an actual separate sentence saying, no one will deprive me of my boast. And we just have to understand Paul here as best as we can from the time and distance and changing culture. Paul is not saying, I'd rather die than accept your stinking money. That's not what he's saying. He's saying, I'd rather die than not be faithful. Because all this is not how people perceive him as far as being needy, but it's his faithfulness to preach the gospel. And for him, he'd rather die than not be faithful in preaching the gospel. And I don't want anyone to deprive me of my boast. Well, what is his boast? Paul talks a fair amount about boasting. And sometimes he takes it very negative. You guys shouldn't be boasting. You got nothing to boast about. Who made you so special? Uh, God's the only one is special. You've got nothing to boast about. But then other times he does talk about boasting in a positive sense of we boast in the Lord. We boast in what God does. We boast in the fact that God loves us. We boast in our weakness. We boast in our afflictions. Paul talks in Romans chapter 5 about boasting in our afflictions. And the reason for that is because our afflictions produce godliness in our lives. And so that's how Paul uses the term boast. So we got to remember that when we say, I don't want anybody to deprive me of my boast. Not that I'm boasting that I'm making it on my own. I don't need you guys to support me. No, his boast is in the gospel. His boast is the faithful preaching of the gospel. That's what it is. He doesn't come out blatantly and say that, but he goes on verse 16 and says, basically, here's something that my boast is not. He says, for if I preach the gospel, I have no reason to boast. Because I'm compelled to preach. Woe to me if I do not preach the gospel. So he says, if I preach the gospel, I have no reason to boast. So his boasting is not in preaching the gospel. And the reason being is because I'm compelled to preach. And Mike he says I'm compelled to preach. It doesn't mean I just have this inner drive. I, I can do nothing but preach. What he means is the Lord appeared to me in person and commanded me to preach the gospel. That's why I'm compelled to preach the gospel. It's a command from God, not just an inner feeling. I think I'm being led to preach. Jesus appeared to him in person and said, Paul, go preach to the Gentiles. So when he says, woe to me if I do not preach the gospel, what he means is I'm under divine judgment for disobeying a direct order from God if I don't preach the gospel. And this all has to do with this idea of not accepting their support. He says, I'm compelled to preach, meaning I didn't volunteer for this job. I'm not a volunteer. I don't do this voluntarily. And you pay people who do things voluntarily. You don't pay people who are compelled to do something. You pay people who do it of their own free will. So he didn't volunteer to preach the gospel, so he shouldn't be paid to preach the gospel, is his line of thinking here. Kind of amplifies that a little bit in verse 17. For if I do this willingly, I have a reward. But if unwillingly, I'm entrusted with a commission. So when he says 
willingly and unwillingly. Be careful we don't push our meaning onto that. What he means here is as a volunteer. I didn't volunteer for this. I was assigned to this. So if I do this willingly, that is, if I volunteered for this, I have a reward, meaning I should get paid for this. But if unwillingly, that is, I didn't volunteer for it, I was commanded to do it. I'm entrusted with a commission. This is the language you'd use of a, a slave who is the steward of your household. He's been entrusted with this assignment and is in a position of high trust. But he didn't get paid. He, he's a slave. And so this is the kind of language he's using here. It's, for me, Paul, uh, yeah, I just argued that it's right to pay apostles. But for me, I didn't volunteer to be an apostle. The Lord appeared to me and assigned me to this. And so I'm not doing it for the pay. I'm doing it out of divine responsibility. I'm doing it out of responsibility to divine command. Verse 18. What then is my reward? To preach the gospel and offer it free of charge and not make full use of my rights in the gospel. So how do I get paid for preaching the gospel? By not accepting pay to preach the gospel. Preaching the gospel is the reward. Preaching it faithfully. So being faithful to the Lord is his motivation here and his only motivation. So this is just Paul. He is on fire of, I will preach the gospel and that's what I'm called to do. And if I can't do that, I have no reason to exist. His reward is the faithful preaching of the gospel. So Paul's explaining here why he didn't accept support from them. He argued very strongly that he has every right to be supported by them. But now he's arguing, but for me, I don't, I can't accept that because this isn't a job. This is an assignment from God. So remember, this is still in this section associated with this section about the food sacrifice to idols. And that seemed to be something they were really pushing back on him about. Uh, you can't tell us what to do. Who made you the boss? And, and Paul's coming back with, well, God made me the boss just because I don't fit the picture you have of what an apostle should be and what an apostle shouldn't be. Uh, I was assigned by God to do this and you should not be going to the pagan temples. And so he's arguing here for his apostolic authority, even though he doesn't quite fit their model of what that ought to look like. He's arguing with them now of, okay, this is why I do what I do the way I do it. And so it's related to this instruction he gives them. Don't go to the pagan temples and participate in the pagan worship feasts. Don't do that. And I do have the authority to tell you, don't do that. We'll continue uh, finishing this up, talking about here, voluntary restriction of freedom in the next time. So thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through 1 Corinthians.